right, let's go. Welcome back to another episode of the Fine Margin Sports Podcast. Again, obviously, I'm joined with Will. How are you doing, mate? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Nice to see you. Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. It's been a bit dreary weather-wise here, but I don't know how it, how it is your end. Yeah, it's getting a bit warmer at least. Yeah, Not, not quite so cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, before we get into the episode, obviously, I thought I should mention again, subscribe, like, comment and all that sort of good stuff on the YouTube channel, and uh, listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and uh, yeah, let's get into it. So this week, there's the World Cup Internationals coming up. I thought it would be a good, like, in-between thing to talk about who we should think should go to the Euros and be in the actual starting eleven. And then, obviously, we can compare that to when the actual Euro squad is announced. So, uh, Southgate, we're not going to go by what we think he will choose. We're going to go by what we want in the team. Because at the moment, he's playing a lot of three at the back. And I don't think three at the back is the best way to go for England. I think me- I I think most of our strength is uh, in our attacking players. I think we've got a lot of attacking talent. And uh, Perhaps a like weakness at the at the back. Well, not at right back. I think we've got about the most right backs we've ever had. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, um, well, I was so, thinking. Yeah, I, I think four, four, two, three, one is probably the best way to go to like embed all those attacking players into it because I think that's probably the most attacking formation we can go go for. Yeah, no, I like it. I think there's a lot of different ways we could play. Um, unless you want to get an extra winger in by playing them at right wing back, but then or left wing back. Um, like, yeah, like the only reason I say that is because you've got someone like Callum Hudson-Odoi who's doing a great job for Chelsea playing at right wing back and it could be an extra way to get him inside. Yeah, but uh, there's, like, there's so many right backs. There's just so many Exactly. Right-backs. We're not that weak at right backs. Yeah. So it would be almost a waste of you, like, one of your best positions. So, obviously, let's start with the goalkeeper. I think we, me and you both agree it shouldn't be Pickford. No, I, I, think, I, it I sh- think it will be. I know we're not doing it based on that. I think, <laughs> I think it, will, it be. will be. At the end, we can talk about well, no. At the end of the day, I think Southgate's going to go with what he. What Did you he know? Wants. I heard the other day that Emiliano Martinez could is eligible to be called up for England. Well, get him in. Get him in. I don't know if I don't know if he would play. I don't know if he would play, but he's eligible to play for England. Okay, okay. Well, at the end of the day, I think Southgate will go with what he knows. But yeah. let's choose who we want. I think Nick Pope is probably the choice that every sane Englishman will go for. Obviously. Well, given that we're allowed to be pretty random, I'm going to go with Emiliano Martinez. I'm going to say, call him <laughs> up, get him okay. inside. Well, with Nick Pope, he's the he's the best goalie in the league according to expected goal differential. He's like 6.6, so he's saved six less, less goals than he should have done. And he's got the highest save percentage in the league as well. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Some stats. I did not realise he was... So he's better than Martinez in both his categories? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. Martinez has been sensational. Yeah, Martinez has been sensational. He's changed that with the defence. Obviously, Pickford and McCarthy are probably the other two you'd go for. Maybe not McCarthy, but they're both bottom three in the league and expected goal differential, so they've let in more goals than they should have done. Oh, that McCarthy yeah. one's a bit skewed because he let in nine against Man United, obviously. It'd be but very also... difficult to see him playing Dean Henderson, having him not play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, and yeah. uh, they both have less than 70% save percentage, which is 70% is normally the barometer you go for, for like a top goalkeeper in the league. And they're both yeah. below 70%. Just whenever McCarthy I see. Well. Yeah, McCarthy. I think a lot of that's to do with that nine goal, like demolition yeah. that happened. There's a lot. Yeah. yeah. 
whenever I see Pickford, he just seems to get get a hand on the ball, but it just goes in. Still, he's just he's not good at he's not good at keeping. Yeah, I mean, he's a big personality, isn't he? Like, I could <clears> see, like if he was good, you'd want him in the side because he's the sort of character you'd want in the team, which I think is what Southgate likes in him. To be but fair to him, he has, when he plays for England, he does play well, but. I don't know. It's just, I just don't trust. Whenever he's in goal, I just don't yeah. trust it. Even if he has a good game for like nine, how eighty-five. How many England caps has he got? He must oh, have forty yeah. or fifty England caps. Maybe not. Yeah, he's probably pushing that at least. Yeah. Yeah, and he must be. If he's got fifty England caps, he must be. This is going to sound harsh, but one of the worst players to ever get fifty England caps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he has a good game, like a good good game for eighty-five minutes. I'm still not convinced he's gonna not make a, like an error towards the end of the game. I yeah, just don't trust yeah, him no, at all. That's what you want in a goalkeeper as well. It's what someone you can just fills you with confidence and you know like all else fails, they've got your back, and you don't really get that feeling with Pickford. So uh, I think we're gonna go with a four at the back, and we can like mix and match it as we go along. Left back, it's obviously between two choices. It's between Chilwell and Shaw, who's made a resurgence this year. I'm gonna make a case for Shaw. He leads all defenders in shot-creating action. He leads all defenders in goal-creating action. And he, he's only been dribbled past 12 times all season, which is like one of the highest for the amount of games he's played. And he's also second in the league in carries into the final third of the pitch. You know what? If you'd asked me a month or so ago, I'd have completely disagreed with you. Not, not because I don't think Shaw's been really good, because I think he has. Um... But I think Chilwell's been one of Chelsea's best players. The issue is that since uh, Tuchel's come in, he's not even playing. He's, he's not, not even got a spot much, on the yeah. side. Mm. So, I mean, he's going to play a bit, and I'm sure he'll get some games, like depending on the formation. I'm sure Tuchel will change it. But uh, if he if he's not playing week in, week out, and, and Shaw's playing as well as he is, then I think he's got to play. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, Chilwell, I thought, in my opinion, he had a very hot start with Chelsea, and it has fizzled out at as of late, I think it's probably gone along with his injury and him being out the side. But yeah. still, well, he... I don't know. I think he scored less. I think he's still been very solid. But I think. Yeah, so... he does. He um, six goal creating actions from left back is nothing to be like ashamed of. That's still very very good for a yeah. defender. And a lot of those were at the start, but I think he's been very good. Yeah, he has been solid. Really I think yeah. we both agree. Right now, we'd both have short at left back if we were choosing today. Yeah, but for me, I, I think if they were both playing every week, I'd go with Chilwell. So that, that's yeah. my... Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Let's go with the first centre-back. I think it's going to be Mr. Harry Maguire, obviously. Like, he had... Obviously, after his, like, shitty start to this season, he's assured it up a bit. He's obviously the United captain, so they, he's got a leadership role in that team. But I think he has... He's gained a lot more confidence recently and I think he's yeah. like shored up his defensive qualities a little bit more he, he had the, the sort of the, the Greek crisis not I'm not referring to the financial crisis here I'm referring to the the Harry Maguire Greek crisis at the start of the season um, but uh, he's he's come on sorry that wasn't nearly as funny as I hoped it would be <laughs> but uh, he's come on leaps and bounds since then and he's played I think he's played really well and he's been very solid for United who well I mean you'd say they formed a title challenge to some degree not particularly anymore but uh um, I think he's been very solid in a, in a, in a, in a good defence. So I think it would be hard not to put Maguire in the side. Alongside him, I think it's a guy that I don't think any of us would have said he had a shout to get into the team at the start of the season. But now, him playing at the, at the heart of defence for Man City yeah. every week, I think John Stones has got to be a shoe in 
Absolutely. Yeah, I think the centre halves put themselves, which is something you can't really say couldn't have said for England for a long time, which is great to see when you have a yeah. solid defence that you don't have to really do much thinking about. So since he's Johnson's been in... has always had the talent, hasn't he? he yeah. He's had injury troubles, he's had sort of periods of bad form, but I think he's always had the talent, so it's good to see that he's developing into that. Uh, so I think he's, he's still relatively young for a centre half, isn't he? I think well. he's like twenty seven. But for a centre half, that's yeah, he's that's still got like ages yeah. to go. He's got a mature yeah. still, yeah. Like so, seventy percent of the games he plays in, he keeps a clean sheet, which is obviously very, very good. He leads the league in pass percentage, which is obviously very good. He shows his distributed skills, and this is the one that I thought was absolutely crazy. He hasn't been dis- dispossessed once yet. He hasn't been dispossessed wow. once, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. He's brilliant on the ball. Yeah. So let's uh, go with right back. I think you'd be surprised with what I'm going to say. Right now, obviously, right back is one of those positions for England where there's like abundant, there's an abundance of talent. There's Reese James, there's Trent Alexander Arnold, there's Kieran Trippier, there's Tarek Lamptey, even there, him. Right now, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd go with Reese James just by the way. He's been playing this season and Trent. He's sure again with the same with Chilwell. Rhys James isn't in the side at the moment. Like I think he playing. will be. I think he will be. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Tuchel's going to stick with three at the back. Personally, he's played it pretty much every game that he's played so far. Yeah, but he um, he has been playing a lot of shitty teams, so uh, I think that he's just been doing that. And then in the big games, he might even play Asbury Quetta at right back and then play an extra centre half. It depends if, or if we're playing four at the back. When we have played four at the back, I think Asbury's played. Played on the right, so mm-hmm. difficult. I, I really like Reece James. I think he's quality, and I'd have him over Trent. But it's the same situation. If he's not playing, then you can't you can't pick him. Trent, I wouldn't have. I don't. I think Trent's been not at his best this season. As much as I like him, and I think he's at his best is world class. Wan-Bissaka's had periods of being very good. Um, Lamptey's been injured for large parts of the season. Trippier. I think although he's having a very good season in Spain, by all accounts. Yeah, I mean, like if you last, if you had the same question last year, like you'd have been like, who do we pick? We've got so many good right backs, but I don't think it's quite the same now. Uh, I'd probably so I would the two I would definitely take are Trent and Reese James, mm-hmm. and then I would play one of those. Yeah, and I think also someone who we haven't mentioned, Carl Walker, is ever reliable, and I think. Oh yeah, I think he if you take him, he can be. You can either play right back, or if we choose to play through at the back, you can also play at that as yeah. a third defense, third centre back. Yeah, sorry. exactly. He offers you a bit of a, a bit of a sort of different option. So I'll give you, a, I'll I'll make the case for James. Like he's missed quite a few games out of it through injury, and obviously now he's missing a few games because two clubs have been playing him. But he still leads the league in successful crosses in the into the box, and by all accounts, him and Mount have been your two best performers this year. Yeah, and he, he's but, a genuine yeah, threat. I, I can see the, the argument. I, he's I think a genuine he just needs threat. to play more games to be playing starting for England. Um, I think based on what Trent did last season as well, mm-hmm. even if he hasn't been his absolute best this year, yeah, uh, I would think I would. I think he deserves to to sort of at least with keep Trent. Okay, I'll I'll make the pace for Trent as well. With Trent, I think he suffered a lot from not having Henderson as that right centre mid because when Trent goes forward, he knows that. Henderson's going to go and fill in that right back slot when he's forward. Yeah. But now Henderson's playing at centre back. He doesn't have that same security with the right yeah, centre mid yeah. that he's playing there. So I think he's a, bit, a bit more. The whole have suffered from Henderson not being able to do what Henderson does. I think this re- this season's really exemplified 
everything that Henderson's good at. Mm. It's not just Van Dyke going down as a problem. I think not having Henderson in that sort of workhorse, absolute powerhouse role has massively hindered their their uh, success. So how many midfielders are we going for? How many like centre midfielders are we going for? We're going to do. I've got four mind that I would play, but I, I don't. I would sort of play four three three with a with a central defensive mid, and then two more, uh, two more attacking attacking yeah. minded midfielders. Okay, so as the holding guy, as the holding guy, who are we going for? I think it's, well, it's got to be Henderson, surely. Oh, I, that's not who I was going to go with, you know. I was going to play Henderson. So, well, maybe I, I was going to play Henderson, but not in that position. Who are you going to put in centre defensive mid? Rice? Second Rice, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, the thing is, I like this. This defensive minded team. That's what I'm thinking. Think, like, like, we've got quality. so much attacking talent. We've got to get at least. A couple more attacking midfielders in there. That's what I thought, at least. My midfield would be Declan Rice, Jordan Henderson, and Mason Mount. Mine would be Henderson, Mount, and Foden. I just feel like that leaves you. But Foden, as much as I like him, if you're going to play him, I would play him in one of the more attacking roles, just because he's a really a small winger, bloke, isn't he? But we've got so many good wingers as well. I didn't say I was going to play him. I said if you play him. What about Madison? James Madison. Mate, he's having a, he's yeah. having a great season. He's contributing the most goals of his career so far. Yeah, I I don't mind that. I I would, I, would, I like having Henderson and Rice. I think that gives you like oh, so defensive, defensive though. It's so defensive, so defensive. Henderson, but I almost see Henderson as not a defensive option because he wins the ball back so well. He does so much sort of dirty work that like he's defensive. The ball I would I I beg to differ. Like if say we play four two three one, he can be that got centre mid that's a bit more deeper and then you have Mount on the other side and Mount I agree when, I don't see when, him as a thing is, when, when because Mount, I see him as someone who can win the ball back and put you in attacking positions with Mount when he plays in a 10 role he gives you way more defensive work than an average 10 would do and when he plays in the 8 role he gives you way more attacking work than the average 8 would do yeah. so I like to have a, the two man midfield with Henderson and Mount that's what I would like I, yeah, I just feel like it leaves you a bit exposed. I like, uh, yeah, I can see it. I, know, I think it depends who you're playing. I think if you're playing someone good, I'd like to have Rice and Henderson. Okay, so I'll I'll make the case for right. I'll give you some stats about Henderson so far. Even with him dropping deeper into centre back, he's still top five in the league in progressive passes. He still leads leads the league in final passes into the final third of the pitch, even as being so far back. I just think, yeah, him at centre mid, he's, he's got to be there because he's got such an engine. He's got so so much cardio. I'm agreeing with you on Henderson, but I, I, I don't, I don't. What I don't agree with is you suggesting that it's a defensive move because, as you say, he's a he is a very progressive passer. He wins the ball back you well. Can, yeah, but I like, think he can develop defence into attack very quickly. Yeah, because he's a defensive midfielder. He develops the defence into. Yeah, attack. but I don't think he's a defensive option as a defensive midfielder. Thing is, with Rice, with Rice, he does a lot it, of the it's same. It's not like thing. playing Eric Dyer there. Who would just sort of dry up any sort of attacking yeah, ambition like, that Rice, you ever have? Rice is a very similar player to Henderson. That's the thing. Like he's all, he's all, he's a top ten presser in the league. He's second in the league in the tackles interceptions. His progressive passes and key passes are all, are all career highs as far as so far. And he's creating way more shot creating actions this year than he's ever done in his career. Like he's not the most having, of, those, having those two in your team, like. Leaves you, you just with so much balance, so much pressing. If that's how you want to play, you want to play this high press, high sort of uh, high workload team, especially with Mason Mountain there as well to play slightly other pitch. I think that would leave you with such a balanced side, and then you could let your attacking players kind of 
do what they want on the pitch almost. Okay, okay. I'll I'll, I'll concede then. We can have Rice and Henderson in there. We have Rice in the CDM, yeah? And then Henderson in the centre mid. Yeah, or you could play almost a 4-2-1-3 and play those two like, sort of centre mid and then Mount as a kind of 10-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, do, you, do you want to make the case for Calvin Phillips or are we both out on him? I don't think he's particularly good. I, don't, I think he's not good enough defensive-wise to be... Even, like, he plays that deep for Leeds because their style of football is we're getting the ball up the pitch as quick as we can. So he gets yeah. the ball and he, he progresses the ball so so much. But I don't think him is a CDM. I just don't trust him. I don't think he's very good. He's, I think he should I play much higher. I wouldn't say I don't rate him. But uh, I, think he's I, I don't rate him as, as much a, as Henderson and Rice. I think he's way better high up the pitch. In my in my opinion, yeah. I, I'd put him and up. and in, and also if we go with that, I don't think there's any chance he gets in the side over some of our other attacking. I players. think he might go. I think he might go to the Euros because Southgate seems to like him. To be fair, so we are we okay. Since we're playing with Rice and Henderson, I'm going to make the case for James Madison because he's a boy from Coventry. He's a great player. He's more gold than that. Yeah, I'd say. But if we're going to okay. play with them two, I'll, I'll, this formation, yeah. I'll, I'll make the case. I'll make the case. Sure. 0.7 goal involvements a game. That's very, very good for a centre attacking mid. It's very, very good. He's taken three shots per game, which is very high for a second mid as well. He's got the most goal creating actions of his career so far. And he's obviously, with only like 20, 20 odd games into the season, he's got the most goal creating actions of his career. Ever since he gave that interview after that. Um, I can't remember. Was it Chelsea? I think it was Chelsea when he gave that interview after they beat him. He was he yeah. he was saying that once he heard that post match like um, like punditry that he was given, like you got to get your measurables measurables up. That Jamie Carragher said, he's been yeah. firing on all cylinders. In my opinion, he's, yeah. I'm obviously biased because he used to play for Coventry. I love the guy. Just think he's, he's a brilliant guy, isn't he? He interviews so well. He's such like he seems like he comes across as a leader as well straight away. Yeah, but like you, you, you often see these post-match interviews and like they don't really add any colour and they're a bit boring. There's not really much point of them. Yeah, his, his personality shone through, didn't it? Yeah, no, he's a, he's a great lad. Um, I, I can see that, especially as, as we've done, we've played Rice and Henderson. So Matt, I think Mount, although brilliant, and I think Mount should at least play a lot of games. It's hard because Matt, Matt will be in the squad for sure. Yeah, Matt will but, be in the squad. But given we play, we pick Rice and Henderson. I, I kind of like that going with Madison as your as your ten. Oh, okay. He's okay. More of an, I'll I'll make the case. He's more of an out and out ten than Mount for yeah, sure. I'll make the case for Mount, Mount as well. Whenever he plays, it's, I think I've already said, but whenever he plays as a ten, he gives you way more defensive work than an average ten would do. When he plays eight, he gives you way more attacking than an average eight would do. But like, say he's not having the best game, he's always going to offer you something. He's not going to have. He's always going to be like a six out of ten. If that makes sense, he's always going yeah, to be six yeah. out of ten. And he's, oh, I don't think he's. I don't, I've not seen him play badly for Chelsea this year. I think he's been brilliant. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I'd agree with that. Well, also, he's second in the league in pressures right now, and he's fourth in shot creating actions in the league right now, which is obviously very, very good considering he's playing deeper as well. He's still creating all those chances that, for Chelsea. So we're yeah. st- this well, is either of those. I think would be great options. I think Madison, given we played the two defensive midfielders, is is good. Cool. 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 So uh, this is where the money's made, obviously. Let's start on the left. I think, I don't know if this guy is going to start for England, but I think me and you will absolutely have him as a starting player for yeah, England. It's got to be, be Grealish. He doesn't. 
Yeah, um, I just don't. Really Southgate does. just worries me. Grealish. I don't know. If, I don't, yeah, I don't know if he will start. I really don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what it is that he doesn't see in Jack Grealish. I. I think it's big. I don't know. Yeah, this might be just me. I don't think he's before. as polished as he lo- like in the way he carries himself. I don't think he's as polished. But I as... love that. I think he's the closest thing we've ever had to Gaza. Yeah, like, even great. more than Rooney. I, love I just think that like the, the socks and the with flat like down with the shin pads belly in and they're just <laughs> running around like getting fouled like proper like Birmingham lid. Like he's brilliant. He's absolutely deserved to spot on the left side. So he's he's top five in the league in dribbles completed. He leads the league in shot creating actions by quite a bit. So he's creating chances. He's all, he also leads the league in big chances created. I think I don't know how that's measured exactly, but I'm pretty sure you got the chance has got to be at least a certain amount of expected goals for it to be considered a big chance. And I, he, he leads the league in that as well. And also, his shot crane actions are more live passes rather than dead ball shot crane actions. So like, he gives you a bit of creativity. You can always rely on him on creating chances for your team. And he leads Villa in goal involvements, which is crazy as well, because he's a winger as well. Yeah, yeah. It's not too surprising though, is it? Because he's easily Villa's best player. I thought um, when I looked at, it, I thought um, Watkins would have perhaps had yeah, his goals yeah, would have counteracted it. But uh, true. yeah, so uh, I think we're both in agreement. Grealish is going to be. Uh, I think Southgate yeah. will start Sterling there. To be honest, I'd have, in my opinion, I'd have I'd have Sterling on the other side as a right winger. Did you? Yeah. This is if I was. I think Foden's been unbelievable in the last few weeks. Oh, I yeah, think if you're gonna get Foden, Foden, yeah, you got to get. So right now, would you? If, this would... Is what, if you're gonna get Foden in the team, I would play him on the right and then play okay. Grealish on the left. Yeah. So. so the thing on Foden, he's got nine goal involvements, which is the most of his career, obviously. And he, he did also get slowly embedded into that team. So him having nine goal involvements so far is very, very good. He just always offers something for your team. That's what I like to watch about him. Like he's just always doing something. Yeah, he's yeah. always creating. He's always getting involved. I think the thing is that what's different. I think he's been absolutely brilliant, isn't it? But like, it's hard to like know. This is not a criticism in the slightest. But playing in that city team, you are. It's going to be more easy to sort of look good in some ways. Mm-hmm. So, but then potentially there's so many other star players that it's hard to stand out, and he has stood out. So. I think he definitely he'll definitely be in the squad, and it would be a sh- it would be a shambles if he's not. Um, but right. we've got a lot of good right yeah, wingers. Yeah, yeah. I don't think even if he does go, I'm not sure he'll start a lot of games because I think yeah. Southgate's just going to go with what he knows because he comes across as that type of guy to me. But do you think he'll pick Sancho? Yeah, I mean Sancho, his measurables are all very. I don't watch the Bundesliga obviously, but his measurables are all top of the league, like. I thought in, he was having a slightly worse season than he had last year, although that might, that was quite a while I ago. think he started off not good, but recently he's been very, very good. So, yeah. Sancho, in the Bundesliga, he's third in key passes in the league. He's first first in passes into the box. He's second in goal involvement to Dortmund behind Haaland. He's first in shot creating actions in the league, and he's top ten in goal creating actions in the league, and he's he leads the league in dribbles and carries. So, people saying he's not having that good a season. I'm not watching him every week, but... All his measurables are telling me that yeah, he's having yeah. a very well, good season. I say that the more, what I had heard was just sort of around the great time, so I, I, I can't claim to. Back yeah, I think I was hearing that. I think I was hearing that the same as you. I think yeah. as of late he's been turning it on a lot, and also in oh, the, in midweek in good the Champions League, I thought he was very very good. Yeah. Good for England. 
So striker, there are a lot of options at striker. I think to, we've got to there's go. There's only with, one really, though. Yeah, there? but <laughs> there's a there's a few that I think are got honourable mentions. But obviously Kane, he's first in goal involvements in the league. He leads the league in pressures by a striker. He offers a just he also offers just a creative outlet as well. Like so, like you said, like we've said with um, Foden. Foden can perhaps be that some type of player for England if he's starting on the right and he get in behind when Kane's creating chances for him and he can score a few goals. That's why I also think that perhaps Sterling could start on the right and take up that Son role that Son has for Tottenham. I don't mind that either. I think Sterling, Sterling when he plays for England, um, I think I, I've seen him a couple of times. He's just looked like out of this world. Honestly, that brilliant. So, I, I mean, you're, you're not missing anything by having Sterling in the team. I just think there's so much comp- competition for places. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Let's give some honourable mentions, obviously. There's Dominic yeah. Carvert-Lewin. He's already equalled his um, goal involvements of last year, and he's only obviously with only like 20-odd games into the season. He offers a summit... Diff- he kind of offers that old-school striker type of thing that perhaps a lot of teams lack nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Do you know who I think deserves a mention as well? Um, Patrick Bamford. I think he's been... <sighs> It's tough. He's exceeded he's ex- exceeded expectations so much. I think most people assumed he would just get dropped after a couple of games because they they signed Rodrigo. I think most people thought he would just be the striker. But Patrick Bamford has not only kept his place, but he's been one of the best strikers in the league. Yeah, he's um. I was before the season. I was like, I'm not sure he was, he's going to put away the chances he can because his uh, his expected goals historically always used to be above his goals scores but this year they're right. on par this year they're on, they're on par so he's putting away the chances he's getting another striker that I want to give a mention to is uh, Ollie Watkins for Aston Villa I think he's he's changed obviously Grealish is the player going forward in that team but I think having Ollie Watkins up there has changed their goal scoring threat a lot lot more in my opinion yeah. he's been one of the signings of the season he, I think no, he's I, going. I he's, he's going under the radar as a lot as well. So would you take Watkins over Bamford? Yes, I would. Yeah. How many strikers do you think go? I, I would say Calvert Lewin and Kane four. definitely go. Three or four, I say. Calvert Lewin and Kane definitely go, and that maybe leaves you one more spot. So it could come down to between Watkins I mean, and Bamford. We haven't mentioned him yet either. Danny Ings. He's fourth in goals since the that's start true. of last season. Yeah. He's yeah. fourth in goals since the start of last season in in the yeah. Premier League, and that's behind. Salah, Kane, and Bruno Fernandes, I believe. And he's been injured for parts of that as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, any of those would be good options. Did you hear the story about Bamford the other day about him and Sean Dyche? No, what did he say? Well, so Sean Dyche, apparently he said that Sean Dyche basically said, um, he said to Sean Dyche, why aren't you playing me? And he said, oh, well, um, you, you grew up with a silver spoon in your mouth, blah, 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 things like that. And he said, well, what, what have you got to prove that? And he said, oh, well, who did you turn up to turn up with at the training ground on, on your first day? And he went, my mum and dad. And then Sean Dyche's already said a problem that he's turned up to training with his mum and dad. How old was he back then? <laughs> How old was he back then? Must have been like early twenties, I imagine. Like Yeah, yeah. Which I is crazy. Know. I don't know. Like, I'm sure like who did he expect him to turn up with? I mean if you're early twenties, I'd go on my own. Would you not yeah, go on your own? You shouldn't be penalised. Yeah, you shouldn't be penalised, but I'd, I don't yeah, you I don't judge on your football. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh you got any like honourable mentions for this? perhaps could be like an impact off the bench. Have you got any defenders that you'd have on the bench? I have one. I was going to think of defense. Rob Holding. Maybe Tyrone Mings? Rob, no, Mings. I'll take Rob Holding over Tyrone Mings. Rob Holding for Arsenal, yeah. I think he's been key in their turnaround in the season. 
Like he's, yeah. I think he's been so key in that team. Like I, I wasn't that high on him before this like resurgence that Arsenal have been having a little bit this recently. I haven't watched a great deal of Arsenal to be honest with you. He's but, impressed um, me a lot. Yeah. He's impressed me a lot. I like watching Arsenal, so yeah. anyone going yeah. forward, that's where the money's made, but anyone going forward. Oh, that's tough, isn't it? I think there's a lot of players that could go. I, as I said at the very start of the episode, I think Callum Hudson Odoi, if he continues his current form. Would I you take him over thing is, I wouldn't take him over Saka. You wouldn't take him over Saka? No, I wouldn't take him over Saka. What? Saka's That's led mad. well. Saka's led Arsenal in goal involvement since he's moved to right wing. If Saka wasn't nineteen, he wouldn't be getting the credit he does. Arsenal tenth in the league. So, like, but he's very they're good. Score any goals? Lead not... Arsenal in goal. Like, he leads them in what goals involvement? How many has he got? Ten, last ten games. He's, last ten games, he's had seven goal involvements. Yeah, I, I would take a cat, a cat, I would get take CHO myself, but. Uh, Okay, also, Saka's cool. so young. They could both go. They're bloody the same age, aren't they? They're yeah, the same but, age, aren't they? Just, but for some reason, Callum hudson Roy doesn't get the same acclaim. I think it's because Arsenal is so bad that the, this guy, the one player who's been the shining light... They've got a few players. Oh, yes, oh, man. Saka's been... I don't know. I, probably watch, I do watch Arsenal quite a bit. I think he's been the... He's, Going forward, he's their, he's their main player going forward nowadays. Obviously, Aubameyang yeah. had his hat trick the other day, but he's They're been their main... to how bad the rest of their players have been going forward, though. Okay, but he's, like, he's, he's producing... Okay, but you're saying that. He's producing in the bad team, which is always always something you've got to look at. He's producing in the bad yeah, team, if you that's what you're saying. What about, Ma- what about Rashford? Do you think Rashford? Rashford is just so frustrating. I think he's got everything. decision-making is not there. He just—it's like—it's almost like he does reverse decision making, where he does this amazing run, and then he chooses the opposite option to what should be required in front of goal every time. Yeah. If he needs to pass, he shoots, and if he needs to shoot, he passes. It's just, I think he um. Not really he, young anymore, is he? So he shouldn't. He's like be... twenty-three, I think. He's like twenty-three, twenty-four. And I don't even think he's panicking. I just think they're poor decisions. I think he'd be a great impact sub. Like a fresh set of legs in the last twenty minutes, just to like run at defenders yeah. and give them a bit of something to worry about. The issue is we've got so much attacking talent that, like, he's, get him he's had. I think he's he scored eight goals and six assists this year, which is nothing to like cry about. That's very very yeah. good. And he he's behind only. Obviously, Bruno leads United in goal involvements, but he's second and he's like he's got at least he's got fourteen at least. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, yeah, I think he probably will go because uh, I think Southgate likes him, doesn't he? So yeah, 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 surprised. yeah. I was struggling with like centre mids that we could take. Like, I could only think of Henderson, Rice, and Mount as like actual centre mids that we could take. I couldn't really think of any more, to be honest. Like Calvin Phillips, yeah. I just I don't rate him, to be honest. I don't rate him that high. Good question. Um, take Milner. <laughs> yeah, just for that like brute force, like to give him a bit of yeah, security. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough um, one. I just couldn't couldn't think of any. I think if you take Rice and Henderson and Mount, you could maybe take Eric Dyer if you've not got if you're struggling. Yeah, that's true. Eric Dyer. I think yeah, Eric Dyer as a CDM, I'd much prefer than him as a centre back. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't really like him in the team. I just think he's a bit drab. There's no, there's no excitement coming from Eric Dyer. Scott, <laughs> so uh, right, a... I was going to say McTominay's Scottish, isn't he? So that's, that's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> out of these uh, starters that we've said. I don't think Grealish is going to start. Don't, I'm not going to lie. Don't think Foden's going to start. 
I don't think uh, Rice might start. I'm not sure James will start. I think Trippier. What will... I love is our lack of confidence that Southgate will pick the team we want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure Nick Pope's not going to start, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, I know left back could be interesting to see. Chilwell might start instead of yeah. Shaw. Well, oh. I mean the thing with Southgate for me is that like I, he's so con- only, he's I so conservative. He's so you conservative. Pick, you can only beat who you're up against, and I think getting to a semi-final of a World Cup has to be seen as a success. So I want to give him the chance to at least have this tournament and like back him and believe in him. So if he messes up, go go home, just like go home, please. Because yeah, he's, think, he's just so, he's so uninspiring. He's so uninspiring. Yeah, well, what's inspiring to me was getting to a World Cup semi-final. So if he can get to an England, if he can get to a Euro semi-final, or win the Euros, or get to a final. I don't care who he picks. Pick Eric Dyer up front for all I care. Like, what's, like the, what's the floor then? What would you say the floor for him is at the Euros? I think if we get to the quarters, that's part. Oh, come if on, he, man. You can't, you can't, yeah, but you got, if we get into the semis of the World Cup, you got to get, at least get there for the Euros. But surely. these are like big tournaments and it comes down to one game. I'd say quarters is part. Like, I'm not saying that's good. That That's part. If he doesn't get that, I think he's done a bad job. Surely if it's going to, if down to that, one game like, though, you want to have... success, but it's not. If it's, if it's coming down to that one game, though, surely you want someone that you know is going to get you through those one games. Because, but like, it's it at that stage, like anything could happen. Like, like it's a, it's a game of football. Like, you're not necessarily going to win, however good a manager. How many chances are you going to give it? Like, if you play Germany, if we play, for example, I don't know what the draws like. If we were to play Germany in the quarters and lose, I wouldn't call that a failure. How many chances are you going to give him though? Yeah, but do you know what I mean? I'm, I think that's par. There's no win. Okay, okay, they say okay. Say he comes up against Germany in the quarters and loses, and then in the next World Cup he gets to like the quarters again, and he comes against France and loses. Like, how many chances are we going to give him? Because but like we are England with like a population of seventy million, smaller than I think that's overachieving. Yeah, but what 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 do you yeah? But in a global sense, like you you've got to like if nothing realize... if nothing's change if if nothing's changing, surely we've got to make a change. Yeah, obviously we have ambition. We have, we have like, so much attack. You've got to be careful what you wish for. I like, think we have so much talent that it might go to waste with him. Uh, yeah, see, that's where I disagree. I don't think this is like the golden generation. Go, going forward, like. we're as good as ever, like as good as I've ever seen. In but terms of me, the talent going forward, compared to like the O six team that that should have been, I think it's a good team, but I think there are better teams out there. I think like Germany are better on paper. I think Belgium are better on paper. I think. Portugal have an unbelievable team on paper. I don't know. I just, I'm not a fan of giving people chances that just do the same every every tournament. If we got to the quarterfinals and lost, that like there's a chance he might go anyway. Even though I would say that's not a failure. Um, but what, what what would you do if you got to the semis and lost? Would you call that a failure? What what's your path if not the quarter? Well, the thing is, with you saying you got to the World Cup and to the semi-finals in the World Cup. I do get that it's like we got to a semi-final and all that, but we didn't play we didn't play anyone that we shouldn't have beat. And what once we start once we played the team we should have beaten, we lost and we didn't look that great either. Well we were nearly won that game. We didn't really win that game though because we scored the free kick and then nothing else happened in that game. Well if Kane if was it Kane if Kane squares it, then uh was it Sterling? I can't remember which way around. I can't remember. But if they, if they square it, we score there. Two one up with twenty minutes left. Like that's different. We, we we so I'd say we were pretty close to winning the game. So for our team, I'd say over under for the players that we've chosen to start that are actually going to start. I'd say it's about six. <laughs> that that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. As I say, I, I like 
when England play in a major tournament, I get so excited. So I'm going to give Southgate my full backing, whether he picks the team I want or not. Yeah, yeah, okay. So uh, we'll we'll obviously review this again once the Euros have come around and uh, the team's been announced and all of that. So uh, thanks for watching again. I think uh, everyone should subscribe and like the video and all that sort of good stuff. And uh, cheers for watching.